yeah, normally this is our cold open, but it's a hot open because Joe was telling me exactly how hot she likes her coffee. Oh. <laughs> what are you talking about? Don't make yeah. fun of my segue. No. <laughs> the Keurig doesn't make my coffee hot enough when it comes just through the Keurig. Mind you, it burns my lips when I just get hot water through this Keurig. Maybe because you just do hot water and it doesn't go <laughs> through the coffee pod, it's hotter? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so I have to heat mine up again in the microwave. So it goes through the Keurig, 30 seconds in the microwave. You just, like freshly from the Keurig into the microwave. Yeah. Girl, that is nu nu nuclear. Nuclear is a hard word to say. <laughs> this is Be Createful, a podcast where... I lost it. <laughs> All right. A and take two. <laughs> a podcast where we find fullness through creativity, where we talk about how we find fullness through creativity. We have conversations about that. Creativity, fullness, createful. I'm Joe, And I'm Madison. And today on episode 25, we are talking about seasons of creativity. You nailed yours better than I nailed mine. <laughs> I still stuttered a little bit, but that's okay. You can blame that on me. I threw off the vibe. <laughs> so... Since we are experiencing the harshness of the winter season, we thought we would talk about the different fluctuations that we go through with creativity and the different kinds of creativity we experience during different seasons of weather. Yes. So two parts of this. And this is an episode we may be stretching. <laughs> I said, Look, Look, we've had some really hard episodes. Yeah. And so we were like... Do Let's you, do something chatty. Can we make this an episode? So kind of two ways that we're going to talk about weather. One is the actual natural weather that it is outside and how that affects our creativity. And then secondly, a more metaphorical conversation on the seasons our creativity goes through. Right? Yes. I think that's a, that's a big... Uh, hot button word these days of going through a season in your life. Yes. And honestly, I have never really liked that term because I just feel like it feels so ambiguous or nebulous, you might say. <laughs> I just got a text. <laughs> by the way. No, it's funny because last week we were talking about how I over, I feel like I overuse the word nebulous. Yes. And Denise, AKA my quilting mentor just sent me a text that said, but nebulous is such a great word. <laughs> Our ephemeral, which we've already yep. addressed that I cannot say ephemeral and ethereal synonyms. No, I think Ethereal, doesn't that have to do more with, like, the cosmos? I think of something that is, like, heavenly. Yes. Celestial. Celestial would be a synonym for ethereal. I think ephemeral maybe would be a synonym for nebulous. I'm going to stick with nebulous because <laughs> I can say it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like I was saying, it's th this season of my life seems so nebulous, um, whereas seasons of weather have usually a stop and end time. So like, oh, you're going through a season. When is this season going to end? Are you just going to keep saying that until as an excuse? Okay. I, yeah. But I realize that that is my own bias that I have against this word. So hopefully after this podcast, I will feel more comfortable using this word. Right. Because I think that the idea is that it's not permanent. Yes. That the season you're in now does not stay forever unless you live on the equator and it's going to change yeah. eventually. So yes. Okay. Let's talk about um, how our creativity changes with the physical seasons. Perfect. Okay. So now we're in winter um, and winter for here in Arkansas starts like, I didn't believe we were in winter until this week. <laughs> I know you have been experienced, had a different experience, <laughs> yes. but I've been really complaining that we hadn't had any winter weather. Well, and I think the ice that we see on the roads right now as we're recording is huh, proof that we have some winter weather going on now. Yes. Um, so what kinds of things do you do when the weather gets like this? Okay. First of all, I like winter the most. Mm. I was born 
in record lows. I was born at night mm-hmm. in like really cold, zero degree weather. <laughs> I love winter. Um, so I, a couple of reasons why. One, I like the longer nights because I'm more creative at night, I think. Mm. And so I like in winter that the nights feel longer. Well, they don't feel longer. <laughs> they actually are longer. Yeah. So it gives me more time to be creative, I feel like, and kind of cozy and hunker down in my creative cave. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the cloudy backdrop. No direct sunlight. Yes. Um, so I just love the the actual physical circumstances of winter for creativity. As far as crafts go, I tend to do things that feel more cozy or that can be in my lap. Mm-hmm. So like uh, knitting a blanket, crocheting a blanket. I actually have a crochet project that I started like this time last year, but I it's not finished because then it got too hot and I didn't want to work on it anymore. Mm-hmm. So I will tend to do those kind of things. Things that feel slow. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I want to do. Sewing, which I always love sewing, yeah. but especially in the winter, the iron is hot. It just feels like a cozy craft. Gotcha. So there's this element of like relaxing and easing into your creativity and like kind of nesting in it. Yes. What about you? Um, in winter, I tend to pick my most difficult projects, mm. um, things that are very technical. I do not like winter and so I don't want to be outside right so then I'm stuck in my house like well how am I going to spend my time so I choose to do things that are difficult because I don't really have another option I'm not going outside to read a book or I'm not going hiking um I can spend hours at a time kind of in the same vein that you're talking about um kind of nest and sit there and really work on okay I got to work on figuring this technique out or this or whatever so last year around this time I started learning how to make swimsuits so are you also at this point looking for like making swimsuits would Mm -hmm. be like I'm ready for summer so I'm gonna bring it on by making swimsuits or just because it was the technicality part of it it's the technicality okay. part because honestly, having to do fittings where you have to then <laughs> put take your suit on. <laughs> yeah, that's cold. I do not like that part of it. However, it's a good time for me to work on like, okay, how does this look on me now? Maybe I can do some aspirational <laughs> working out before then, um, before I need to wear my swimsuit. Um, but like right now, I'm making a coat, which is probably the wrong time to be making it. Should have made this coat you know, maybe in fall so that I could be wearing it right now. Uh-huh. Um, but in fall, I was that we'll talk about that season a little bit later about what I was doing. Yeah. Um, but now is the time for me to really figure out, all right, how am I going to tailor this? Well, and sometimes it can be hard to, especially if you're garment sewing, then you want to have those clothes sewn to wear in the season. So you're kind of having to do it the season before. Yes. But then that can sometimes go against what we're talking about now for what you want to do. Yeah, according you to make, particular weather. You want to make warm and cozy things. Yes. I don't want to sit and look outside and see ice while I'm simultaneously working on a, a summer swimsuit. dress <laughs> or a swimsuit. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and since we just passed this time of year, winter is normally when I'm doing last minute presents too. Yes. So um, we'll talk about, again, we'll talk about fall a little bit later. But if it's winter, I'm usually working on these last minute like Christmas gifts or um, last minute, um, birthday gifts, mm. because I have some friends that have birthdays th- at this time of year. And I, al- I apologize to my friends who listen. I always forget cause I, I'm trying to do Christmas and then I'm like, right. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Birthday's and then a birthday. in January. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Spring. Yeah. What are you doing in spring? Uh, I think in spring, Similar to winter, it can be quite cloudy because you get a lot of rain. And so I love the days where it's just raining and raining and raining. And you look at the um, weather the forecast and you see, oh, my gosh, it's going to rain for four days straight. And then I think I can do a lot of sewing in that time Um, versus if you 
if the weather's going to be nice, then you feel like, oh, I should get outside and start working in the yard. Or sometimes I feel guilty if I'm being creative inside when the weather is nice outside. So I really love my creativity side of me really loves the dreary weather because it lets me stay inside. It like gives you permission. Yes. Gotcha. But I don't know that the type of crafts I'm really doing changes much into spring versus winter. So you still may be crocheting a blanket because maybe, maybe it's a little bit yeah. cooler, but doing things like that. Well, I, and I guess here would be a difference. We don't do a lot of at make do specifically in the winter, a lot of new stuff. Mm-hmm. So in the spring, we will be looking more at what is coming up for kids programs and things like that in the summer. So a lot of my creative time will be toward that, even though that's kind of changing with the kids because we're yeah. having to stay on top of new stuff. Look at us. We're in a new season here at make do. <gasps> we are, we're in a new season. <laughs> We're getting used to it. Yes. Um, In spring, I tend to like to do things that are handheld, like you were talking about in winter, because then I can take them outside and they're very, yeah, they're very portable. Mm -hmm. Um, I often go and visit my in-laws in the spring um, and I'm doing lots of things where I'm like sitting through a graduation or um, I'm having to do like things like that where I need to be somewhere, but I may not need all my focus needs to be on it. Um, so I'll usually do some embroidery or cross-stitch. And now that I'm into knitting, maybe I can do some spring knitting. Um, but I also tend to slow down in spring because there's lots to do, like you were saying. I need to be outside doing right. outdoor projects. Maybe Richard is has just finished a new table, so I'm helping him stain that. Um, need to go play out with my dog. My poor dog has been iced in. It's so <laughs> sad. Um, things like that. Right. So you're, um, as the weather changes your activities change. Mm -hmm. So it's less about creativity and more about other stuff. Yes. And I would say if I am being creative in spring is usually when I'm breaking out my new fabrics. Okay. Um, Winter and fall, I'm usually, well, winter, I'm usually getting, trying to go through stuff that I already have. And in spring, I'm like, oh, it's time to bust out some floral prints. Yeah, because there's an excitement that happens in spring, I think, like an anticipation. Yes, that change. Mm -hmm. And I like that my creativity goes along with that sort of change. So what about summer? Summer. Oh, no. My least favorite season. Really? Also the longest. (laughs) Well, yes, here in the South, very much the longest. Yeah, I think how you feel about being cold is how I feel about being hot. Mm -hmm. And I just really hate being hot. So crocheting a blanket is out the window during yeah. this time. And being, it's humid. I don't sleep as well because it gets like, it gets hot. I don't know. I just really don't like the summer. It makes me lethargic. So a lot of times I don't feel like I have any energy because it's so hot. And then I don't want to, to have to do anything Mm-hmm. that requires energy. So I think I tend to do like faster crafts in the summer, kind of just, uh, I get a, an inkling for creativity, but it may not last very long because I'm lethargic. And so then I will just do something like, oh, let me just, I don't know, try this. But I'm not going to be wanting to sew quilts necessarily in the summer. The gotcha. iron is going to make me hot. I'm going to get hot <laughs> underneath the sewing machine and underneath quilts. Yeah. So I don't... So create. So summer would not be a season of creativity for you. No. Summer tends to be, and it's busy here. Ooh, girls, it busy here. Last summer, differently busy. Yes. We were making masks and kind of having classes and all of that. So yeah, summer is just a little bit busier overall. I don't like it. It's so long. So anyway. What about you? You're going to have a better answer. Oh, uh, maybe. So like you were saying, make do gets crazy busy around here in the summertime, especially for me, because that's when a lot of our kids classes Mm -hmm. happen and they all happen hard and fast. So in the summertime, I tend to do easy projects, like you were saying, that are maybe quicker. But if they're longer, it's something that I'm really comfortable with. Like I'm I'm busting out a skirt or a new dress. This is not the time when I am sitting down and having to figure something out because the heat um, just makes my stress worse. It makes me get angrier faster, I think. Whereas the cool winter helps me to keep my cool 
longer. Um, yeah. Um, and Madison, if you haven't listened before, Madison has a, a anger. I do. Problem. I so struggle I can, with So anger. the summer heats up your anger a little it bit. It does. Mm-hmm. So that's why I save my harder projects for the cooler months. Um, this past summer, I made like a hat a week. Okay. Because they're quick and small, but they're new and interesting, and you can add a lot of embellishments to them. Yeah. So I always had a new hat to wear to Sunday, and that was fun. Loved that. Um, But also, I'm still doing some of those outdoor projects. And not only am I busy here at Make Do, but I'm also busy doing things with friends. Summer is a weird time for me because I used to substitute teach. Um, So in a sense... I had more time during the summer. Right. But it got filled up with other with things. With friends. And, yeah, and travel and being out. Yes. Yeah, I get you. I think one thing I do in the spring and summer as the weather gets nicer is um, creative projects that are outside. Yeah, like you built... Like um, my building my deck yeah. or trying to work in my yard. But, but it's such a thin line because as soon as it gets too hot, mm-hmm. then I wimp out and go back inside so like with my deck we built it in and when I say we I mean Brian built it and I helped and (laughs) held a hammer sometimes um I built it in June Mm -hmm. and then it was too hot 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 and I didn't stain it and work on it again until October Mm -hmm. so okay any other thoughts about summer no besides it being the pits okay (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's that bad but as far as like my creative life. If make do had a pool. Oh my God. Okay. I'd agree. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't. So. No. Um, fall. I love fall. Me too. Fall, I think has become my favorite season. Not the Ugg boots and the pumpkin spice, which I know is everyone else's jam. It's because it's time for Halloween. And that means <laughs> I can get down to business and making my Halloween costume. Also, let's be honest, Madison. You, Your Halloween costume also occupies a lot of the summer for you. In your brain. I'm, yeah, in my brain. It's percolating in there. Uh-huh. Fall is when I get to execute. That happened. Also, um, September is a considered like a sewing month there there's like a whole thing on the internet that's all about sewing september and in in a sense getting prepared for all of the costuming that's going to happen in october i didn't know that was a thing there's a thing called me made may which is where me made may is all garment sewing so in may people do different challenges where they just wear things they made or whatever for me made may i love that maybe i'll have to get in touch with that to help me in my summer yeah in my summertime but um Love making my costumes. Sometimes I get into some difficult techniques, um, but fall is normally when I'm like, can I make this work? All right, I'm going to make this work and not worry about looking up, am I doing this the right way? It just needs to function. There's a lot of fun crafting, fun holidays to craft for. So like Halloween or Thanksgiving or like fall kind of decor yeah. or Christmas Getting presents. Christmas so stuff. there is kind of a creative rush that happens for me in fall. Big changes in my life tend to happen around fall. And I like that. Normally it, I feel like summer feels like a lot of the same cause it is so long mm-hmm. and fall is like, I don't know. It's like spring that it has this anticipation. Um, but I feel like I can really get into the spirit of things in fall. I love the leaves blowing around. I love being able to layer up more. Yeah. Fall to me just feels like this huge relief. Yeah. Versus spring, which the transition into spring comes with like excitement Mm -hmm. maybe for stuff to be growing again and pretty colors. But then fall, the anticipation for me is just a relief. See, I feel that way about spring because I hate winter so much. Right. So I'm like, oh, thank goodness it's warmer now. And I get excited in fall. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's how our creativity actually changes throughout the, the actual seasons. Yeah. Um, let's have a more metaphorical conversation, Madison. Oh, you know, we like those. Let's talk about the metaphorical seasons of creativity. And so for this, we will be taking, like we've already established, I love winter. Madison loves fall. Well, okay, fine. I love fall, but I hate summer. Yeah. But we're going to take more the traditional 
understanding of the seasons, mm-hmm. not our own personal uh, whatever feelings about them. Oh, yeah. So winter. What would be like a... Oh, wait, 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 wait. What? So more... You misunderstood what we were going to do at this uh, part? Yes, I did. Oh, what did you think we were going to do? Um, I thought about like seasons of creativity like that, like how people talk about I'm going through a season of my life. Yeah. Like... Oh. Like the... Pro- like, like understanding that our creativity can sometimes function as a cycle over time. Yeah. So what would winter... What would oh, like... I, I, it, for me, it doesn't necessarily correlate to no, a not, season. I know it doesn't correlate to what the weather is like outside. That's what I mean. Like if you were, okay, in winter, okay, things are typically dead. It's cold. <laughs> what would that look like in creativity? Like, Oh, okay. Now I'm understanding. I think you still did the assignment. You just maybe, mm. you don't think so? I don't know. But I made it very personal. I was going to talk about. Okay, we'll just talk you just, about... Okay, what were you going to talk about? Well, I was going to talk about how in this period of my lifetime, that it's since starting work at Make Do, uh-huh. I have more time to be creative than I ever thought I would have. Okay. Not just here at my job, but like at home as well, because I'm not stressed out from teaching. Uh-huh. And it's weird because in some ways I am less creative than when I had a crazy busy job. And so I was, so it it is, I guess you could say it is kind of like a winter of, a winter season of creativity where things were not going as well. So that's what I mean. It's like, I was going to talk about those kinds of things. Okay. We can do both. (laughs) This is what happens when we have an ephemeral topic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if our topic is too nebulous and abstract and we don't decide. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll talk through mine quickly. Then we'll No, it's fine. I would love to hear to engage with you in this. So to me, a the winter of creativity would be when you kind of feel like everything is dead and cold and frozen. Mm-hmm. No motivation. No like you don't want to get out of there's no inspiration. Bed. You're right. just like... You just look out and everything is white. <laughs> Not if you're in Arkansas. Well, some things are white right now and some things are muddy brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just the, a feeling of bleakness, lack of inspiration. It's just stuff feels the same. That and would be the metaphorical winter of creativity. <laughs> I, guess I, I guess I wanted to make it more personal. Um, so, like I was saying, um, I have been going through a little bit of a creative winter because I'll go home and I'm like, what am I going to do? Even though I'm surrounded by the same things. Personally, but maybe not at make do. No, not at make do. I, I'd like to try, I'd like I, I try to keep a good separation of what my creativity does here at my job and what it is at home. But don't you think it's tricky because it's still using up the same resource like if you only have so much energy for creativity and you're having to use it here because it's your job Mm -hmm. then sometimes that can make you feel depleted when you go home I think that's true since I'm mainly working on uh kids crafts Mm -hmm. I'm really not stretching myself that much um because I have to keep in mind um who's going to be able to perform these skills at what age and keep yeah. it at that level. It's a different um, stretch on your creativity. Yeah. The creativity is more on coming up with the projects, not executing them. Yes. Well, I would say an example of my creative winter is uh, my goal to paint. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I haven't pursued it at all. Like, I think that I, I still want to do it. The idea is still mm-hmm. there, but I just really am, I don't know, not feeling like the drive to do it right now yeah I it's like it's hibernating (laughs) it's waiting it's there yeah it just has to sprout yeah so that that's the winter of creativity gotcha okay so spring metaphorical spring I think this is when like new ideas start to bloom Mm -hmm. and you see inspiration and there's a just a shift of um longer days and more energy and birds are tweeting and that kind of (laughs) excitement um 
that makes me think of when I see something on Pinterest and I'm like, I've got to make that. And then I like immediately go and start gathering things up to make that, that excitement, that uh-huh. jive of like, whoa, yes, I'm going to go and get that done. Which honestly, I haven't had that in a little while. It's It's been a long winter. It's been a long winter. Um, Because right now I'm not, I'm working through something, so maybe it's not totally dead, but I haven't had lots of new ideas. Yeah. Because the reality is I have a backlog of ideas that I need to get through. Right. Well, and sometimes I think the, what can be exciting about spring is when stuff starts to like pop up from the ground and you think, oh, that's a surprise. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that was there. So I think kind of that idea of um, stumbling into a new uh, creative niche or, you know, expression, way of expressing creativity, a new craft Mm -hmm. that you didn't expect. And then you go, oh, that's exciting. I didn't know that I would like that. I think sometimes in spring and fall, you know how the weather can't make up its mind. Mm -hmm. So it'll be hot and then cold. Yeah. And then back and forth and back and forth and you don't know what to wear on that day or whatever. Sometimes my creativity is like that too. (laughs) Like I'll feel like, oh, I want to try this. Uh, No, I don't. Oh, I want to do this instead. Uh, Not right now. So there can tend to be that in my creativity as well. Interesting. I don't know if I experience that back and forth all that much. Um. I guess maybe my seasons seem to last a little bit longer. They have longer cycles, I guess, which shows itself when I'm trying to work through something and Joe's like, you need to stop working on that. It's not going (laughs) to happen. Stop trying to make it happen. Um, Well, and sometimes, you know, when you're talking about seasons in a year, we have four. Mm -hmm. It's a stretch to say we have four. You know, (laughs) I grew up where there was only two seasons. We had like no fall and no spring. Yeah. Or like, no fall and no winter. But um, sometimes these seasons you may go through kind of, they may be shorter mm-hmm. or they may be longer. Yeah. You may feel like you're going through a dry spell for a year or two, depending on what else is going on. Yeah. Okay. So then in the summer, the metaphorical summer in creativity would be when things feel really fruitful mm-hmm. or like, you know, when you go to the lake or the beach or something and you're out in the sun all day and you really don't even do anything, but then at the end of the day, you just feel so exhausted and sun tired and, but, it, but like in a good way, I'm sure people feel that way. I have never experienced summer like that. To me, summer is like this, like, ugh, I just have, to, I've, all right, let me just slow down. I have to wear a ton of sunblock in the summer. And so being outside for long periods of time just makes me feel like ugh, gross. So things have to be pretty fast paced. So I'm in, I'm out. I'm like, I have to be inside. I have to be outside. I'm going and doing lots of things. Okay. You're ruining my example. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> for Okay. So you were talking about being fruitful. In yeah. summer, I made a ton of hats. So I had this like jump in productivity Because I was going through things pretty quickly, I had lots of hats by the end of the summer. Right. It was a very fruitful sewing experience. Okay. So that's what I mean. That would be the kind of summer of creativity, whether it happens actually in the summer or not. (laughs) It's just when you have that feeling of at the end of the day or at the end of your crafting time, like, Mm -hmm. oh man, I'm exhausted and maybe I'm a little sunburned, but that sure was fun. Like, do you never go to the lake? Girl, I don't do beaches or lakes. Okay. <laughs> it's not my jam. Now that I'm getting older and I care about sunscreen, I see what you're saying. But when I was younger and I did not care about sunscreen and I just wanted to get as tan as possible, there's just this feeling that comes from like, a, I don't know. It's a different kind of tired. It's like a good kind of tired. Okay. Like after a good workout, maybe? May- no. Okay. It's different. Because... <sighs> This white girl is not going to be able to understand your heat tiredness, unfortunately. Uh, it's like, I don't know. Um, it's like when you just had a really fun day. Okay. And you're really tired at the end of it, mm-hmm. but not necessarily because you exerted a lot of energy. It's just okay. because it was so fun. and s- But the heat is what makes you tired. I don't know. Let's move on. Hey, (laughs) but that is what's interesting about creativity is that we experience it just like we experience other things in so many different ways. 
yes, we're both creative yeah. people, but we can, we see things differently and that's what is cool. But sometimes I, there's like times when I'll stay up and make a whole quilt in a day or something. And then mm-hmm. you just feel this sense of accomplishment and then you're, but you're so tired, but you're so proud and you know, your it's soul just, is a little tan. Your soul. <laughs> there's a contentedness. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. All right. That happens in the summer. Or like think of being in a hammock and the wind is blowing mm-hmm. in like pleasant summer. I think the summer that people have in their brain, but really doesn't exist. Oh yeah. Cause it, you know, normally cause, it's, it's, cause then you're also dripping sweat and uncomfortable, but maybe that kind of summer exists up North, but not yeah. around here. Like that mountain summer. Okay. Yeah. And then metaphorical fall would just be, I guess, you know, when you're finishing projects, kind of wrapping them up. Um, yeah, I think a metaphorical fall of creativity or like when you're sinking down into like the coziness of it. I, I mean, I do like to associate fall with change, but Mm. it also has a fruitfulness quality to it as well. Like cornucopias and such. Yeah. Um, bounty. Maybe the change lies in your creativity is turned in a new direction. Um, like I think about having to make um, Christmas-themed things or like holiday-themed things. And it's a good change, but it's not necessarily anything too difficult. It's not like you're starting a new craft or anything. It's just a change in perspective. Yeah, and like a wrapping up of things, a yeah. sense of th- things feeling accomplished. Okay, well, I don't think that my idea to talk about the metaphorical <laughs> seasons of creativity landed. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I well, so, wait, Okay, so now let's talk about your interpretation of that idea. So really, I was just thinking about, okay, what seasons of creativity have I gone through through the past five years? So not tying them to any weather seasons more to that thing that you hate of when people say i'm going through a season yes okay because i want to talk about that because i wanted to exercise i can talk about that that on the fly probably without thinking about it sweet so um the thing that i was or what i had shared at the beginning of this was um a season of creativity that i have been going through recently is um that things have been really slow maybe kind of dead Mm -hmm. um when and this usually happens when i have more time to do things so like now i'm not having to work super i mean i do work hard here but it doesn't take as much out of me and then by the time i get home i'm like i have all this time yeah i'm not going to do anything well we and we've talked about that in previous episodes about like getting stuck mm-hmm. and one way to get out of that because a lot of us do better work under pressure. So then when you just feel like you have all of this time, there's no pressure to use your time well. Exactly. And that's what's kind of frustrated me about being in this season of creativity is that I guilt myself mm-hmm. into, well, you should be doing this right now. Why aren't you being creative? And it makes me feel worse. And then, I, and then it makes me not want to do anything at mm-hmm. all. Still, like a terrible cycle. Um, however, there have been, um, some seasons where I feel way more creative because I've had more time to dream about things and less time to execute them. Um, but cause you're too busy doing other things yes. to actually go into your room and sew or whatever. So it's just more time thinking. Exactly. Or like if I'm here and I watch you make some crazy, awesome quilt, it gives me an idea. Oh, what if I applied that same thinking to a skirt and then it gets me thinking about that but then by the time I get home I'm like oh I've got to do this this and this and so I don't have time to execute those things Mm -hmm. and that can be frustrating too because you're like man I wish I just had all this time but since I've seen both sides of it now I'm giving myself more grace because I know what it's like to not have enough time to be creative right while having all the time in the world right And that actually when you have all the time in the world, it doesn't make you more productive creatively. Absolutely not. So for those of you who are sitting at home right now thinking, man, if I just had all the time to be able to finish this creative project, probably wouldn't end the way that you think it would. No. If you had all that time. Right. Because you may not be feeling it and then you're going to not want to do it and then 
exactly. be hating yourself for not wanting to do it and or other stuff comes up. Yeah, it's tricky. Exactly. When if I'm thinking of the seasons my creativity goes through, I think a lot of it would be specific when I get obsessed with different crafts. So yeah, <laughs> that's kind of a running joke that, you know, I'll get obsessed with um, knitting and then all I want to do is knit mm-hmm. or I get obsessed with sewing and then all I want to do is sew. So I kind of go through those seasons that can be quite cyclical Yeah. Um, or all I want to do is DIY projects at home. I tend to kind of hone in and focus on just one thing. Um, but yeah, I've gone through seasons lately where I have no drive for personal creativity at all. Yeah. I think because we have been, we've been going through a new season here at Make Do, I think that's taken up a lot of the energy that we would use for our personal stuff at Mm -hmm. home. And I think that that is true for everyone, um, that when your job or your family or something, when other things are requiring a lot from you, even if it's not creative in nature that it can still take a drain on your creativity and it's really kind of one of the easier things to put to the wayside and let go you don't think it's necessary you're like it's one of the things I can cut out so I can save my energy and I think it's it's also one of the things that we don't notice when we're not doing it Mm -hmm. like if you just decided oh I'm too busy I'm not going to eat your body is going to say Excuse me. <laughs> you need to feed you me. You have to eat. Yeah. Versus creativity is something that the time you spend on creativity can easily dissipate without really recognizing it. Uh, so it takes a lot more intentionality, I think, to make it a priority in your life. Absolutely. However, well, in addition, we need all of those seasons of creativity. You can't just be constantly, you know, having a summer of creativity where you're constantly fruitful all the time. You need the springs and even the dead time where sometimes you don't need to focus on creativity. There's other things that need your attention first. Right. Okay. So that brings us, I don't know if it brings both of us. (laughs) It (laughs) brings me. I'll I'll at least hop on (laughs) to the, um, this idea of practical tips for embracing the seasons. Yes. The creative seasons. Not the physical seasons outside. I have no tips for embracing summer. Stay inside. Okay. Um, Use sunblock. Tips for embracing the seasons. Oh, so I just came up with, well, I guess I came up with two. How many do you have? Uh, A few. (laughs) Probably three. Okay. So I'll let you go first then. So kind of what you were saying about how it's important to let ourselves have those seasons. And I think that... That means that we have to, um, we can't try to force things to grow. Mm-hmm. You can't force creativity. That's different than um, just sitting around and waiting for inspiration. We've talked about how sometimes you do have to do the work and go through the motions of being creative. Or feeling like I'm not creative enough to do this. That is a inadequacy thing. Yeah. Right. This is more about giving your creativity space to hibernate Yeah. when it needs to because um, that's how, that's what makes it sustainable. Would you say that maybe even stagnate would be okay? Like I feel comfortable making this one knitting hat. I'm going to make several copies of this. Yeah. Or I would even like, if we look at the natural world, plants go dormant. Mm -hmm. They're not dead. Like they're still alive, but they're not growing. They might look dead from the surface, but they're just dormant. They're, They're just all the cells have been like, it's time to shut down. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes your creativity needs some dormancy as well. And so maybe you're still doing some of the, um, like the physical tasks, like maybe that, maybe when your creativity is dormant, those are the times when you open up your closet and look at all the quilts that aren't bound. And then you just finish a bunch of projects Oh, okay. That don't require actual creativity. It's more just the going through the motions of doing the work. Okay. That makes sense? Yeah. So that would be one of my tips is to don't force things. Let your creativity hibernate if that's what it feels like it needs to do. Um, my second tip kind of feeds into that. Wait, what was your first tip? Or, sorry. This will be the second tip. My first tip. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so 
realize that you don't have enough time to complete all of the things that you dream up. So, you know, you may have a ton of unfinished projects Mm -hmm. in your closet. Um, Finishing them is an option. And you may have a a billion other ideas that you want to finish. um, But understanding that time is limited and trying to push to get all of your ideas done will just make you tired. So allowing yourself time to do the things that are mundane mm-hmm. um, and be dormant for a little bit will make you feel better. And realizing that, okay, I won't be able to do all of the wonderful things that I've dreamed up. What can I actually do is a great way to get through the season. And sometimes what you can actually do with the energy that you have is maybe not touch anything at all and just hit pause and wait to come back to it later. Well, I like that you said that because my next tip is to be a squirrel. Store up creative nuts for the winter. Oh, <laughs> my so word. So like when you said um, you don't have time, you're not going to have time to get everything done that you want to do. I think what you mean is you're not going to have time to get everything that you want to do done right now. Yeah. So sometimes it can be helpful to make a list, like have a dream board or a Pinterest board for the future things or mm-hmm. just m- start kind of tucking things away that you want to try at some point and then go back to that when you're not feeling inspiration or you know when you when you kind of are looking around like I don't know what I want to do well you've been making a list of things that you might want to try so then visit it and see if any of those kind of spark a creative excitement for you and what otherwise might be a creative winter. I have actually started one of these lists on my phone Mm. for different clothing that pieces that I would like to make. And it's funny because I only go back to it, like you were saying, in these sort of like wintry dead times of my creativity. But I don't hold myself to that because as we've learned from, I guess, maybe an episode ago where um, I was trying to do Mending Mondays. Oh, yeah. And it turned, I gave myself a second job. If I'm not careful, that list will become a second job. Right. So store up that, those nuts, use one when you need it, and then leave the rest. Right. It is not a to-do list. It is a help you out when you're not feeling creative list. Right. Because none of this, I don't think any of this is necessarily about how to be the most productive in your creativity regardless of how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. This is more how to be okay with and accept and embrace the way you're feeling about creativity. Absolutely. I think it can be especially hard if you identify yourself as a creative person. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, and that's part of your, um, what makes you who you are is, is being creative and feeling creative. Then when you go through the slumps of not feeling so creative, it can make you feel less of yourself. Absolutely. Um, I do this. I squirrel um, (laughs) lists of things to do at work even for when I'm not feeling like being at work. So I kind of have a list of things that are constantly need worked on that don't require a lot of ingenuity or innovation or critical thinking on my part. But it's just stuff that like has to get done. Yeah. So I do it when I don't feel like doing anything. So that was your squirrel tip. Yeah. Okay. Um, My next one kind of feeds into this. Uh, Accept the things that you can do and pursue them with zeal for your craft and grace for yourself. Mm. Um, So like we were saying, um, accept what you're able to do and try to pursue them with passion. Um, Try to enjoy... um, the things that you're doing, even if you are just binding that quilt, if you are kind of doing the, okay, well, what can I do here? Try to enjoy them, but then have grace for yourself when you don't. And when, when you don't enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. And when you kind of need to stop, Mm -hmm. um, if you do identify as a creative person, um, and you're not being constantly creatively productive all the time, Give grace for yourself and understand that even people who identify as like, oh, I'm a super glamorous person or I am a super organized person. All those people go through days where they're in sweatpants and their desk looks like a mess. Mm -hmm. 
And it's such a spectrum. Oh, because yeah. Just because you're a creative person doesn't mean that your output of creativity is constantly tangible. Well, or your level of, your low of creativity may be someone else's high. Like, it's just, you know, with organization or any of those things. Yeah. It's such a spectrum on what is someone sees as good or not. Absolutely. What's your tip? Um, my other one would be to, uh, things like spring cleaning, (laughs) you know, you can embrace that with your creativity as well. And sometimes spring cleaning exists because it's a time to, you know, you kind of have the dead of winter that has settled in and then now spring is coming. And so you open the windows and you clean everything off and you Mm -hmm. get excited for stuff that's new. So our creativity needs that too. And sometimes that can be physically spring cleaning your space. Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't feel creative because your space is a mess or not something that is inspiring to you. So taking time to clean that out or um, spring cleaning your schedule, just taking that attitude of a fresh start. Um, I would say even spring cleaning in your, like some of the creative pursuits that you have, if you're realizing this isn't making me happy, Mm -hmm. like me in the other episode, um, getting rid of those things. Yes. Get rid of the stuff that's being a hindrance to you. Yeah. If mending Mondays doesn't make you happy, cut it in half. (laughs) So one more little tip I had was to, um, you know, when the snow comes, take a snow day. Like sometimes things are going to line up that are just perfect for hunkering down and being creative and don't feel guilty about that. So what did we do on our snow day here at the, at the studio, Joe? We came late. We're still having a, we're still having snow day vibes today and next week is supposed to have some snow day for us too. So I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. Um, but we are, I did yesterday make myself write a grant application. So that was one of the things that had to get done. Yes. Um, and then since then we've just been, uh, being great, like making things, sewing, Mm -hmm. quilting, making quilts, samples, trying out new things as a matter Mm -hmm. of fact. And just looking at out at the ice and snow and like, oh, it's nice to be in here, <laughs> not la- out there. Yeah. I was laughing because Madison has a bunch of masks to make, but then she also is making a quilt too. And, but I could never, I didn't know what she was working on. Cause I would look and she'd be working on masks. And then the next time I looked, she was working on a quilt. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> she was going back and forth. Yeah. Cause I think well, when you have a sizable chunk of work to do, I enjoy breaking it mm-hmm. up. Cause if I push myself. I will get it done, but I won't be happy at the end. Right. So take, take the snow day. And what I think is fun and exciting about snow days here is that you never know when they're going to come. And so, and then you get the snow day and everything else is canceled and you just get to stay inside and hunker. I mean, when we're a kid, we would like go outside and play all day. And so you can do that with your creativity. And sometimes that might just be one day it strikes you to oh my gosh, I really have this idea and I want to try it. And so just do it. Just let yourself call a creative snow day and you do not have to go outside and see people or anything. You can hunker down and be creative all day, regardless of what the actual weather is outside. Yes, absolutely. That is beautifully said. I like that. Um, Okay, any other thoughts on this topic (laughs) that we tried to pull together? (laughs) I think it was fun. Um, Hopefully what... What I'm going to take away with this, and hopefully what other people take away from this, is um, accepting that there's going to be highs and lows in your creativity, just like there is in weather. And if nature can do it, then maybe we should take a hint from nature and accept that things will change. But they're never going to have a... um, It's not going to go on forever. Right. So did this change the way that you view the idea of going through a season... I think I will roll my eyes a little less, um, but it'll be a work in progress. Yeah. That's okay. I won't feel this way forever. Someday it'll change. <laughs> Someday you'll be out of the season of hating that. Yep. You'll be able to embrace it. Okay. You want to hear a review? Yes. Um, so as you know, we're reading reviews that have been left for our podcast on iTunes. So if you have not left one, what is wrong with you? Please do. I, yeah, we would love to hear from you. Yeah, so this is from Meredith. 
Yay. We have not met Meredith in person, but we love her and we call her our friend Meredith. And she's an artist at Trader Joe's and also an artist in her own right doing mm-hmm. illustration. Okay. She says, never stop learning with the pencil emoji. I can't emphasize enough how wonderful this podcast is. Currently listening to the discussion on beginning and these friends are speaking my language. Keep up the awesome work, Madison and Joe, and to everyone else, keep creating. I love it. Thanks, Meredith. We appreciate those words. Thank you, Meredith. Okay. Well, the season of me wearing socks over my tights has not changed, and I am still (laughs) doing it. (laughs) You know know what I was thinking earlier, though? Um, That you are also wearing boots that go up with your socks, and it looks right. Yeah. And look at... My tights. <laughs> <laughs> She's got some thick socks on right now. Yeah, does. And my, but my tights have come up over them. Normally they're pulled down. And my shoes look like sleeping bags. And I don't know. That's another fun thing about winter is you can wear whatever you want, I guess. Because people are like, oh, that person's cold. They needed that. They yeah. need all those layers. Right. I've been wearing the same sweatshirt all week because it's kind of like the warmest thing I have. Oh. And I just want... Really, I want to wear like a blanket. Oh, yeah. But I made... I made my husband a blanket poncho. Why haven't you made me a blanket poncho? You didn't ask. I didn't think you'd <laughs> want one. I'm kidding. It's this throw blanket that has a, I cut a hole in the middle and it has a hood on it and a pocket for snacks. Oh, perfect. And it's just essentially a blanket that he can wear around the house. Yeah. Does it have a hood? Oh, no. yeah. Okay. It's got a hood. So you can like pull that up and put your hands in the pocket uh-huh. and just wear a blanket. But no sleeves. Nope. Like a poncho. You can like tent yourself somewhere. Right. (laughs) Well, how fun. Uh, All right, Carrot. All right, Beat. (laughs) See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you to my dear, dear friend Craig Hudson for our very createful theme music. You can hear more of Craig's music on Spotify under Craig Hudson. That's Hudson with a T. Or you can just uh, click on the link in the show notes. Also, be sure to connect with Make Do on Instagram at Make Do Create or on Facebook at Make Do Cersei. And visit our website, makedocreate.org, for upcoming classes, show notes, to order a face mask, lots of things. We'll be back here with another episode next Monday. Have a good week, y'all.